uh, to be bringing on with us uh, MD uh, Jim Meehan. And uh, he's got some great things that he wants to share with us, uh, great things that they're doing uh, at the Mindset Wellness. Uh, and uh, we're excited. We're going to get to hear a little bit about him. And he's going to join us. And this is going to be uh, get get ready. I mean, this is exciting news. This is going, this is going to be a show uh, that he is going to join us uh, once a month, and uh, we uh, appreciate him taking the time. As I, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring uh, Dr. Mian on Mian on with us right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to join us, Dr. Meehan. Always yeah. glad to be speaking truth to a bunch of patriots and especially those that, that serve God above money and everything else, the enemy that we're fighting. Um, we, need, we need people to know the truth and dig deep and get ready to fight the fight that we got to fight. Yes, sir. And and when did this this journey start for you? Um, you know, because I tell you, there's been a lot of doctors uh, and attorneys that have even had a desire to speak up about truths that they've seen, um, and none none like when we went through the COVID scare of 2020. But uh, how has it been for you? Um, speaking up and speaking out about these uh, things uh, that pertain to just the uh, the continuance of America? <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good question. I mean, it's uh, for me, it began, you know, it began in medical school. Um, okay. I mean, I, I was older when I went to medical school. I'd already served our country. I'd went, gone to the United States Military Academy at West Point. Um, I mean, I was born with an anti-establishment streak wow. about a mile wide. And, uh, but in medical school, I, I was, uh, like I said, I was older and I could kind of see, I, I, you know, served our country, ran a business and I'm sitting in, in these, in a, you know, somehow got elected to be president of my class and found myself engaged in battle early as I saw that we were, the, the medical education is so controlled by the pharmaceutical industry that okay. many of my yeah. professors were sitting on the boards of pharmaceutical companies. And, um, and I could see my, you know, my classmates just not kind of figuring out, you know, this, this professor that sits on the board of Merck or Pfizer or GlaxoSmithKline is, is indoctrinating us and spending inordinate amount of time, you know, selling their drugs and not teaching us the material that we needed to learn. The, the same process continued into the residency training. In fact, I tell, you know, the truth is that from the first day of medical school to the last day of your medical practice, the pharmaceutical industry is manipulating your medical decision-making. You know, as a practicing physician, the, uh, the attractive pharmaceutical reps, charismatic, hired because of their charisma and attractiveness, are calling, you know, bringing hot meals to the medical clinic, um, you know, basketball ticket, concert tickets, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a manipulative process. And, um, and it's, you can see what that has created. You know, we're, my profession has become a bunch of pill pushers, you know, wow. drug dealers with medical degrees. We started, you know, it was on the backs of physician prescribing that created the opioid epidemic, 
too many of my too many of my colleagues are still despite all evidence and despite all the evidence of harm they're still pushing these covid vaccines they were prescribing remdesivir in wow. hospitals things that do not pass a scientific test of muster but they're they're just listening to you know um people like fauci and and burks and you know people that cannot be trusted but they're trusting them and they're doing so because they either lack discernment they're lazy they're not doing their own research and they're just are they you know have some um compulsion to conform to you know um authority figures and i mean i think it's pathological at, at this point i think a lot of people are realizing that a lot of the medical profession is is performing at a, a level of psychopathology that is beyond understanding and it will it will mar the profession for the rest of history wow and uh well I, well I and i would you, say uh, let ahead. me add to that will mm -hmm. to give you a full answer the other thing that happened to me during my early training was i was the editor of a medical journal and um, this is an important part of kind of my personal awakening so i was i was you know reviewing these these research articles for publication research conducted all over the world and there were uh, it was the journal of ocular immunology and inflammation and um and what happened was i had two articles come from two separate research universities one in Europe, one in the West Coast, from the West Coast of the United States, they were looking at this this uncanny, powerful correlation between um, the onset of retinal hemorrhages and and toddlers' eyes, young one year old, um, one year old to fifteen year old toddlers that were having this retinal hemorrhages in the back of their eyes. Um, these two studies, independent studies, unrelated, came to the same conclusion. There is such a powerful correlation with the administration of the 12-month battery of vaccines that um, that that they were concluding that the vaccines must be playing a role and we should we should investigate it further what's interesting about that that um the type of retinal hemorrhages that they were seeing in association with the administration of the 12-month battery of vaccines and specifically the merck mmr vaccine was that that the um, that that those retinal hemorrhages were thought to be a, a cardinal sign, a critical sign of shaken baby syndrome. So uh, child abuse. So shaken baby oh, syndrome wow. is child abuse. And we were seeing this the uh, and these two studies were saying, you know, this this very likely could be a retinal vasculitis created by a, a disrupted a, a immune system, an autoimmune response created by the vaccines. So I approved these these articles because they were they were you know a science that was kind of flying in the face of the common teaching and belief in medicine that that this these this form of retinal hemorrhages in young children must be a sign of shaken baby syndrome of child abuse and I had personally um, seen a couple dozen of these cases in the ER where um, if the child was shaken you would have seen soft tissue injuries, neck injuries. If you're shaking a baby so hard that it has retinal hemorrhages, it, there, there would be bruising where the child was being held. There would be soft tissue injuries. And I never found those. And I always found it very, you know, confusing as I interview the parents um, and the, you know, and the first 
series of these patients that I'd seen, I didn't know to ask about a vaccine history. Most doctors don't ask about it. But um, subsequently, after these two articles came to my desk, I, I started asking the question. And in and, and every case, I found a recent history, 72 hours or so of, of the childhood vaccines. But when I presented these two, these two uh, research articles for publication, approved them, they were denied. It was the first it was the first articles that I'd ever had denied because I, you know, I did my due diligence. They checked off all the boxes, no conflicts of interest, good, you know, good scientific methodology. But the senior editor denied their publication. So I called a, uh, a meeting with the senior editor and I, you know, wanted to understand what I'd missed. And he said, Jim, you didn't miss anything. You just don't understand how the game is played. And I said, well, you know, elucidate, help me understand what, um, how the game is played here. Science is in the game, in my opinion. Um, and But what he said was, Merck is a major donor to this university. If we publish these articles that cast question or doubt, bring attention possibly to, to Merck's you know, product, you will wow. lose your job. I'll lose my job. Um, is that a hill you're willing to die on? And I said, man, that's a tough question. And at that time, I guess it wasn't a hill I wanted to die on. I wasn't, you know, I, I was, it was one of my first introductions to how science is being perpetrated in our, in our medical journals. So that, that is happening, you know, 85 to eight, 90% of the time. And in fact, it's been pretty well studied. John Ioannidis did a study back in 2010 talking about the, the fact of the matter is that we now have the pharmaceutical industry conducting their own clinical trials. And that has resulted in a, a, a dramatic increase in fraud, corruption, pseudoscience being published, um, negative studies that cast well, doubt. Excuse on, me. Excuse yeah. me, Doc. You, you said that they're doing their own studies. Absolutely. So, so they're really, there's really not, even though there's supposed to be entity that's overseeing them, they're just doing their own study and checking out their own boxes. That's exactly right, Will. Uh, I mean, that's what that's what's happened, and you, know, you can see the that's what's been happening during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, but it's been happening for decades. We have allowed, you know, all of the pharmaceutical industry since about the the late nineteen eighties. We um, there we started allowing the pharmaceutical industry to conduct their own studies instead of the CDC NIH conducting those studies themselves, and then we've you know, we've allowed them to do that behind closed doors and without full disclosure of the of the data, you know, um, and that is, you know, that is just a rich environment for corruption, for fraud. And, it, and it's played itself out that way. You know, in the early 2000s, um, Merck created the the um, pain medicine called Vioxx. It was an anti-inflammatory called Vioxx, one of the just blockbuster drug of the early 2000s. The um, but that drug was was slowly starting to build up a body count and doctors mm -hmm. were starting to raise the red flag. Hey, you know, we're having we're seeing a lot of heart attacks and strokes and people treated with Vioxx. Well, about three years, two and a half years into the release of that product, the body count was so extraordinary that class action lawsuits started being filed and and the the legal system took Merck to court, did their discovery, found that Merck knew in the preclinical trial that they had an increased incidence of heart attacks and strokes being created by their drugs. And they wow. manipulated the data that they sent to the FDA. 
we were able to discover that with Vioxx because it didn't have the same protections that vaccines have. Since 1986, the, all the childhood vaccine manufacturers have had le, um, legal liability immunity. They are not, you can't, their vaccines can kill and harm children and you can't take them to court um, and do discovery and everything else because they are protected by the federal government and the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act that has given them liability immunity. We gave the same liability immunity to Merck, Pfizer, or well, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and all the vaccine manufacturers with the COVID vaccines, the same liability immunity that is a very dangerous precedent to, you know, to give a pharmaceutical industry no liability means that they could they could take a, a cheaper ingredient, a raw material. They could cut corners and not be held accountable for that. You know, the a corporation is their duty is to their investors, to their owners, to their stockholders. They they can get they can basically justify all levels of crime and fraud, um, as Merck was doing as they manipulated the data, um, lied about the. Uh, what they're the data that they were sending to the FDA. And then even in, in the trial on Vioxx to kind of finish that story, we found that as doctors were raising the alarm of the, the their patients being injured by Vioxx, Merck would, would target them. One of the, the um, email course in, in her office, email correspondences that was exposed during that trial showed wow. that Merck was, uh, they said, we will we will attack them where they live, talking about the doctors that were raising the alarm. And Merck was going after their employment. They would go to their university. They would go to their medical school, um, to their medical clinic, and they would defame and discredit them and, um, you know, harass them to the point where they would, you know, lose their employment. That's that targeting of the whistleblowers was, is a, um, is a strategy of the pharmaceutical industry. Look what they've done to people like Pierre Corey, Peter McAuliffe, some of the most acclaimed researchers and contributors to the medical science and the fields of cardiology and um, uh, pulmonology. And they're, you know, they are why Peter McAuliffe is being attacked by his medical board uh, or his board certification organizations to strip him of his licenses. One of the most published and respected, you know, physician scientist in the in, in medicine, and they're going to strip him of his medical license and his medical um, board certifications because he is bringing he's blowing the whistle on the harms of these gene therapies that have they've been experimenting on the population with. This is the way the system is working, Will, and it has been for a long time. But now we got to see at a level of it, it's so obvious that. You know, I, I think God is just, you know, as the scripture says, what the enemy intends for evil, God turns God to his turns own. But what he's doing, he's showing, he's showing the people that we are fighting against a very evil enemy that is corrupting, um, you know, a once noble profession that was, you know, focused on healing and doing no harm. And we have become a profession of harm, of fraud, corruption and pseudoscience and cowardice that instead of speaking out um, and, uh, and honoring our oath, the, I took the same oath of all the doctors, do no harm. Yeah. Um, and and, and I, my profession has become a profession of harm 
and and especially in regards to a lot of this these vaccines and i think the childhood vaccines people need to realize they are they're not the safe and effective that's a mantra the the mantra of brainwashing and indoctrination as i started digging in and reviewing all the childhood vaccines the preclinical trials you you find that you can't even claim safety when they haven't done the safety studies when you take the hepatitis b vaccine that's being delivered to every child on the first day of life um, for a disease that they won't see until they're using you know potentially using iv drugs and visiting prostitutes we know whether their mom has hepatitis b um, and when they don't we should not be administering that vaccine but they are administering on the first day of life a vaccine that is uh, unnecessary has a very high load of 225 micrograms of aluminum adjuvant that aluminum in, injected into the body is a real serious problem. And that might be one of the reasons that we're seeing so many children in America die on the first day of life, the first year of life, and the first, even the first five years of life. A lot of, you know, understand we have one of the worst infant mortality rates among all the developed countries. And there are many third world countries that have a better, their, their children live better in the first five years of life than they do here in the United States. There's a real problem going on here and nobody wants to face, they wanna blame it on everything else or they wanna say, we don't know what it is, but it's not the vaccines. And that's just simply an unprovable, you know, false narrative in my opinion. So that's the way, unfortunately, science is being conducted. And um, now you're getting to see how it works with the, the adult vaccine, the, you know, the, the COVID-19 gene therapies. And, they, you know, that's another thing, Will. They were mislabeled as a vaccine. This is, this, these are not vaccines. These are gene therapies. They called them vaccines, and the CDC even changed the definition of what a vaccine is so that it could conform, so that the mRNA vaccines could be protected under that umbrella of um, liability immunity. So they wouldn't have to perform the same, same level of, of rigorous gold standard safety testing that most drugs would have to go through, but vaccines don't have to go through that same rigorous testing. And it's, um, we've got to change that. We've got to put, yeah. we got to put liability back on the vaccine manufacturers because these guys are going to make, you know, trillions of dollars, literally and hundred at minimum hundreds of billions of dollars as Pfizer already is. And they're not doing, they're not even doing the studies that the FDA told them to do um, early in the emergency use authorization pro uh, approval process. They have not done the studies that they should have done to surveil for these adverse events. And then the other part of this problem is how these big, powerful, wealthy pharmaceutical companies have captured our, our, the regulatory bodies that should be protecting the public. When, when the FDA approved the COVID vaccines for children and, and young adults based on eight, a study of eight mice, that was a, absolutely a overt bridge too far of a demonstration that they're captured. They're not Didn't looking at- did all the mice die from that study? I don't know. I don't know how the mice fared. Yeah, I'm sure, okay. I'm sure they probably did. Um, but we don't even have that data, Will. They, they, um, I mean, not only have they not released the raw data, um, 
they they even got the FDA to try to protect them from releasing all of this information. They're yes. still releasing hundreds of thousands of pages of, of data that the FDA was trying to protect them in court and say they shouldn't have to release it for 75 years. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, that's, you know, that's crazy. The way we hide these, this data um, is incorrigible. Fortunately, they, they were before a, a judge that said that is ridiculous. Um, no, you got to release it now. We'll let you do it. And, you know, um, pieces, but we're still in the middle of the release of more and more data. And the more data that they do release, the more background information, how the study was conducted, um, how many people were harmed, every release reveals that we never should have approved these vaccines. We should have, you know, and we should be pulling them from the market right now. Wow. And, should have and done that, it a year ago. Yeah. And that that's causing, uh, from what I'm seeing, a lot, a lot of leaders around the world starting, you know, that haven't been caught up in the melee of this are starting to, to reject this because of the information that's being released. And I, and yeah. I think the, the, the uh, documents or the courts mandated that it had to be released, I think about maybe about five or six months ago. And so yes. it is still a lot of documents uh, to be released from that kind of, uh, you know, those studies. So what, where, where are we at now in this journey of this, of stuff being revealed? Um, and are there any measures that, uh, that you're finding that is helping or maybe you're, you're, uh, you know, legally or, and, and not only legally, but, uh, uh, as far as health wise, you know, when it comes down yeah. to COVID. I mean, not COVID, but from the, the vet. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the main thing that I try to do is I try to help patients understand that they, they need to do everything that they can. If they're being coerced by their company, by their college, by their, you know, service in the military, that they have a right to, um, to an exemption from the vaccination. If they are, uh, if they have a high risk of, vaccine injuries. You know, if you're a young male uh, under the age of 40, certainly, I would argue probably older than that, but uh, men, um, young men under the age of 40 are about 133 times greater risk of developing myocarditis after vaccination compared to the virus. They've been lying Whoa, to us. I'm, I'm sorry. For 133 times based on um, published peer-reviewed studies. The, um, and that, you know, that's for, that's in a, a population and that's compared to getting the COVID virus itself. So when you compare the incident of myocarditis and the, um, the, the naturally recovered population to the vaccinated population, the risk is about 133 times greater from the, from the gene therapies that you're going to get a case of myocarditis inflammation of the, the heart muscle that can lead to that sudden cardiac death is that electrical depolarization of the heart is, is, damaged by that in focal inflammatory damage of the heart caused by the vaccine. Okay. So, could you, could in, in layman's turn a little bit, could you help us understand the electrical is disrupting the electrical? What was that again of the heart? Yeah. So that, yeah. So the, the, the heart is, you know, driven by this amazing electrical system that um, runs throughout the heart, that, that, that sequence of, heartbeats that is happening, you know, from the, the, the four chambers of the heart beating in precision 
is controlled by um, electrical conduction through the nerve pathways that go through wow. the heart. Now, what we're seeing is it, in some of the pathology studies is that when you take an autopsy and you examine the heart muscle um, in, in vaccinated people that died of a sudden cardiac death, when you examine the heart muscle, you'll see this infiltration by the white blood cells. The immune cells of the body are, are appearing in the heart muscle where they should not be appearing. And they can cause focal inflammation and damage in, in the pathways through which those nerve, those electrical signals are supposed to be conducting that, that signal to cause the heart to beat precisely over and over again, you know, um, every second of every day for the entirety of your life. And if you, if you have damage to that heart muscle, if you have inflammation caused by any, any source, then it, um, it, can, uh, it can eliminate your ability to properly conduct those neural impulses to control that heart. Your, su your heart suddenly starts, you know, um, just shaking instead of beating. It goes into a fibrillation, an electrical depolarization process that will prevent you from perf perfusing blood to your brain, to your lungs, and you don't live. You, wow. you die suddenly. And, um, and that's been happening at much too high of a rate throughout the, the you know, throughout the last um, three years, well, two years since the release of the vaccines. Yeah. Now, are there any, any uh, numbers that you're seeing on that? Uh, you know, because there's reports coming out that like in Canada, uh, with with doctors, um, and, yeah. now I haven't saw notable uh, articles about it, but there are people that are in the medical field that are saying over the last month or so in Canada, there's been like eighty doctors that have yeah. passed. I don't know if you've heard anything uh, to that. Absolutely, yeah, I've been following that. I mean, you know, doctors and nurses and you know, healthcare hospital workers were one of the first populations that began getting the, the gene therapies. And so they've had, they've been getting, and, and it's almost a, an absolute requirement to work in the hospitals today. It's one of the reasons that we've seen such a mass exodus of, of doctors and nurses leaving hospital wow. employment because they, they saw, they, they saw the injuries. They saw the same things happening in Canada. It's ha been happening here in the United States. It's just not being published and tracked quite to this extent, but they started earlier. They've had more vaccinations, more boosters, and with every with every injection, you are increasing the the immune dysregulation and the potential for the damage. Um, and so you are. It's not surprising that you're seeing a lot of vaccine injury in our healthcare workers. Wow. Uh, and that's not surprising that you're seeing um, doctors and nurses leaving the hospitals. Um, and literally a mass exodus is creating a real crisis in our hospitals because they they're just not going to harm themselves as um, you know, despite the coercion by the, the hospital CEOs and, and they'd rather, they'd rather, you know, leave employment than die on the job. And that's the way I see it. I, I think, you know, a lot of those young doctors working in hospitals, they, they were, they've already had the virus. I mean, you know, they've already had, they've been there since the very beginning. They've had the virus. They have natural immunity. Natural immunity. And they were listening to this, you know, it was one of the big eye-opening moments was when our public health officials 
like Anthony Fauci were trying to downplay natural immunity, which has always been natural immunity will always be more robust than any, you know, vaccine could ever create. You know, a vaccine gives you a small piece of of the of the virus, you know, for the COVID vaccines, it's a small part of the spike protein. By the way, it was the wrong target. They should have chosen something else, some other part of that virus if they're going to reprogram your cells to start producing, you know, hacking our intracellular DNA transcription systems. They 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 chose the wrong target. We're programming, you know, the cells of the vaccinated to start pumping out spike protein. And spike protein is the toxin. By itself, the spike protein does almost all the damage that the virus itself can cause. The difference is the virus itself will cause a limited infection for, you know, about 10 days with Delta and its predecessors, five to six days with Omicron and its variants. So for five, you know, five to 10 days, you have the the pathology caused by the spike protein of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. With vaccination, that spike protein can be produced for a year. Uh, we've shown, you know, published studies, peer-reviewed studies have shown at least six months of spike protein production. We've seen it, you know, circulating in the bloodstream. We've seen it accumulating in sweat glands. We've seen it uh, being expressed in breast milk. Um, we've seen high levels of spike protein production that are constantly um, engaging with the ACE2 receptor, causing clots, causing inflammation, bypassing the blood-brain barrier, getting into the brain where it can stimulate a, uh, a white blood cell attack on your brain cells and wow. they don't heal and repair like other cells in the body do. So the, um, the, the choosing the spike protein as the target for the mRNA vaccines would be one of the biggest mistakes in history. Um, but um, continuing this, this nonsense is a huge mistake. But back to the issue of natural immunity. You know, we knew from the Spanish flu of 1918 that children 90 years later, children that overcame the Spanish flu in 1918, 90 years later, they still were expressing, uh, demonstrating a robust B and T cell, white blood cell immune response to that Spanish flu. That's wow. long lasting, robust, durable immunity. What are we seeing with the COVID-19 mRNA injections, we're seeing about, you know, eight to 10 weeks. That is, that is ridiculous. And then after that's, that's a little bit of protection for eight to 10 weeks. And then it moves well to negative protection. You're it's enhancing vaccinated people after a, you know, a couple of months of a booster, they have limited protection in the first couple of months. Um, but they have negative protection um, subsequent to that. So they are more likely to get infected with a COVID, you know, with a SARS-CoV-2 virus when you've been vaccinated than, than someone that's never encountered the virus. They don't even have natural immunity, wow. but has never encountered the virus. They have a naive immune system and they have better protection than somebody that has been multiply because of this negative efficacy that we're seeing in the data. So that's a, and, and that's a big statement. And I understand that I, I would defend it in court. I would put my medical license at risk for saying that, but that's what the data is saying. And until proven otherwise, the data is telling the truth 
and you know the, the vaccine profiteers and the public health people they're they're just lying to you they're not telling you the whole story why do they want to push this vaccine on so many people why do they want to push it on children that have always throughout the pandemic even with delta demonstrated amazing resilience in the face of this virus and i could explain why that is you know this SARS-CoV-2 has 78% of the of the of the proteins that are found in the standard everyday common cold coronaviruses so they've little kids have had the coronavirus swarming around them for all their life young parents same thing they're they have a natural immunity to coronaviruses that was was helping them defeat the SARS-CoV-2 virus, even in the days of Delta and its predecessors. So, but wow. why are, you know, why is a population of children that Marty Macri, MD at Johns Hopkins was showing that in healthy children, 45,000 of them that got infected with COVID-19, none of them died. And, and almost none of them had even severe disease. It was very mild disease. The only children that at risk and they're at risk of every pathogen on the planet were children that were severely immunocompromised. Mm -hmm. So why are we vaccinating every, you know, um, demanding that every child get vaccinated from six months of age for a disease at which they're at statistically zero risk of dying and the risk of the vaccines um, is greater than the risk of the virus? Why are we doing that? I don't know what the answer to it is. It's probably greed. It's probably just you know, big companies wanting to make lots of money, billions and billions of dollars. It might be something worse than that. Um, mm. I contemplate that quite often. The more I see the fraud and corruption that's going on, the more I contemplate the fact that we're probably in the midst of the biggest spiritual warfare in the history of the planet. It's time that people realize that, that there are really evil people. Maybe they're yes. just greedy. Maybe they're, maybe it's darker than that, but you better consider that because we're always engaged in spiritual warfare and we know how to fight that war. We know how to win that war. And, and we've got to get on our knees and pray against the evil that is coming against our children. And maybe we have to do more than that. Maybe we got to protest uh, as, you know, raise our voices, change our politicians, you know, change the, the way we're running our regulatory agencies like the FDA and the CDC, because they've been corrupted government has become a corrupt organization. And, and if we don't do something about it, we are going, we're facing a very dark future of totalitarianism and tyranny, the likes of which the world has never seen. We should be the last great bastion of hope and freedom. Yes. And, and we've got to stand up and defend against it. But I want your listeners to understand, I'm a medical professional. I'm trained at some of the best institutions in the country. I'm a former medical editor. I know how to read the science. I will tell you with 100% certainty that what's happening during this pandemic to the medical profession, to the corruption of science, it's a real serious problem. You're not being told the truth and you gotta, you're gonna have to seek out that truth. Do your own research. Don't believe what I say, but don't believe what, you know, Fauci, the CDC, the FDA is telling you either because they lied about everything from the efficacy of the vaccines to the ineffectiveness or the dangerousness of um, repurposed drugs like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. They even tried to tell you that vitamin D was bad for you. That's it, It's absolute corrupt nonsense to promote a false narrative. And they silenced people like me, Peter McCullough, Pierre, Pierre Corey, and so many 
many doctors and scientists that were, you know, raising their voice, saying we need to slow down. This is an experimental technology that's never been released on the public. We need to absolutely slow down um, and and really watch closely because this is this is what we're doing is is a an experiment and, and it's a violation of the Nuremberg codes. We learned the danger of this kind of experimenting on the population. And not only did we experiment on the population, but our government participated in it. And I think we need to remember that we've made these mistakes in the past. We made them in Germany. We made them in Tuskegee. We've made them with Vioxx. And now the greatest tragedy in the history of medicine is unfolding before us. These vaccines, these gene therapies, these injections, they're not safe and they need to be pulled from the market. And you got to do whatever you can to protect yourself, to protect your children. We got to rebuild the health of the people that have been vaccinated. And that can be done. The body has an unlimited potential to heal itself, but you're not going to do it by continuing to get a booster shot that will quickly drift you into being more likely to have a severe uh, infection. It doesn't protect against severe infections, hospitalizations, or death. That's got to, they got to stop saying that. This, they couldn't, that is not supportable by the scientific evidence. And I kind of, uh, when you said something earlier about how it go, gets you into negative, into the negative protection. And right. it kind of, I've, I've heard uh, you speak before and others uh, speaking about this, about how it, it basically trains your body, your DNA to fight, um, I guess, in a, in a way, uh, COVID or a strand of, of this, but it tra trains it to fight that way. And, and then it leaves other, leaves your body unprotected from other uh, things that are attacking us. Yes. Yeah. One of the mechanisms um, that you're describing there, the way the vaccines are basically creating um, immunocompromise, it's basically okay. suppressing mm -hmm. your immune system's ability to recognize foreign, you know, pathogens, invaders also. And, and, and that, that the system that it's shutting down is, is called your innate immune system. And, and it's the toll like receptor system. Um, the toll-like receptor system is an amazing uh, ability of our immune system to recognize uh, sequences of proteins and amino acids that are foreign to the body. And, and that means that it can, you know, you can see a virus that you've never seen before and your innate immune system, your first line, one of your first lines of defense can, even though it's never seen it before it's even developing antibodies, um, and the adaptive immune response and the innate immune response, it can recognize it immediately and start fighting it. Now that these, the mRNA technology, the way they developed this mRNA technology is they, they, they created a synthetic form of, of mRNA that has these substitutions, a synthetic a substitution with a, what's called a pseudo uridine. Um, every place that there would have been a, um, a uridine molecule they've got this, this um, synthetic lab created version of it so that the mRNA is not easily and quickly broken down by our, the enzymes in our body that do those kind of things. So this mRNA, this synthetic mRNA comes into the body and it dramatically disrupts our innate immune system. It shuts it down to the point where 
now they're immunocompromised, getting every, you know, they're getting influenza and RSV and all kinds of, of respiratory infections and other infections. They're also, the innate immune system um, is also our best defense and our one of our lines of de defense against abnormal cells such as cancer cells. And we're seeing, Will, an explosion in cancers. If you are a like a, a cancer patient in remission, you'd had a cancer, it was treated and you you were, you know, it, 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 it had gone away and you were in remission, you get vaccinated and that the, those cancers are coming, exploding out of remission. We're seeing wow. young people that had no cancers before starting to develop cancers. So it's, um, you know, this disruption of our immune system, you know, the unintended consequence of arrogant scientists that think that they can, you know, they can outwit God. You know, Satan did that too, by the way, and that didn't go <laughs> yeah. well for him or the world. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, they, they may have been well-meaning, but that's why we do, that's why we're cautious when we, you know, develop new treatment strategies, new drugs. We have to test them. Testing vaccines is a 10-year process. It, you're not going to see the, 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 the injuries, the consequences of a, of a drug or a vaccine for many years. Some of those, the autoimmune conditions take years to fully manifest and cause harm to the body. And, um, and we can't, you can't warp speed that you can't, you know, you can, you, you can skip a lot of steps and you can, you can bring it to market fast, but one thing you can never, you know, shortcut is time, the time it takes for the, the adverse events to begin to manifest. And, um, and that's what we've done. And now we're seeing the consequences being manifest throughout the population. And, and they're trying to, they're trying to, covered up you know they're trying to obfuscate on it they don't they're burying the bodies they don't want you they don't want to talk about it they don't want anybody talking about it as we are today because <clears throat> why i don't know they're just evil self-serving i don't know what the answer is they're greedy but there's a lot of things going on there but it's got whatever it is it's got to stop the truth needs to be you know they got to stop you know censoring censoring and silencing us and we yes, need to have open debate about what's going on. And, and any, any, you know, when, if they're trying to silence one side of the discussion, that's that, you know, you've got a problem that, um, that they know what the problem is and they just don't, they want to make sure that you don't. Yeah. Do, do you, I'm, I'm thinking about, and you, you, you probably done some thinking about it. You went to West Point and with some of the greatest minds of, of America, and by the way, thank you uh, for your service of, of just going exactly. into that. Um, but what's your thought on, was the president misled? What, what, did they give inaccurate information uh, for, for him to go along, uh, you know, to go with this on the premises there? And for a while, he, he, was, he continued after, you know, on the campaign trail. And mm -hmm. I re I never forget about it. Um, we were supposed to be at that event over in Alabama, and um, I can't think of the name of the town, but it was in Alabama. And when he went to you know commending and and you know and taking a pat on the back about the, these uh, mm. I call them juju jabs on the regular show. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that that's not good grammar, but I don't have much of it. And so I create word, but juju, I call it a juju jab. But when he, 
made that announcement in that on that rainy day, people began to let him know how we all have felt for several months at that point in time in 2020. And it seemed like he really believed this, you know, really believed yeah. that this stuff was happening. Yeah, I've been disappointed in that too, Will. Um, you know, first and foremost, yeah, he was absolutely deceived. He had Fauci and Burks, you know, he was, he didn't know, he's not a doctor, he's not a scientist. And, and you know, he was, he, he was trusting that, I mean, really most of us didn't realize how, how nefarious I would, you know, I would say evil, um, manipulative, corrupt that Anthony Fauci was. I mean, everybody should read uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci, and you will understand, as I have for for many years, that Anthony Fauci is absolutely a corrupt little man that has been controlling the the research funding of our country for almost fifty years. Wow! And he is he was he, he was been wrong about AIDS, and he's been you know focused on creating an AIDS vaccine. He's been profiting from um, and, and this is an important point. Many of our uh, taxpayer paid scientists and <clears throat> uh, people that work at the CDC, NIH, et cetera, they are, they are able to um, patent a new, you know, new research that the taxpayers paid for. They paid for their salary, salary to do research and they find some new vaccine or soon some new drug and they can, they can patent that technology and then they can license it to the pharmaceutical industry. And then they can be paid a royalty on that pat on that patent. So our, our CDC and, and, and so the CDC and the individual scientists working at the CDC or NIH or any of health and human services divisions, they can, they can profit from the, um, from the research that they did uh, paid for by the taxpayers and now they're receiving hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was it, it, before there was some legislation that changed it to about $150,000 a year, <laughs> limited their royalty payments from the, their relationships with the pharmaceutical industry to about $150,000 a year. People like Fauci were making millions of dollars from wow. their royalty payments. That creates a, you know, that creates a huge conflict of interest. <clears throat> that wow. creates a, financial interest and a self-interest that, you know, um, would lead them to not do the investigation, to do the research, to, you know, to fund the clinical trials, to do safety testing or otherwise. That, that um, and, and Fauci's got 14 plus um, patents that he receives royalty on. The, um, when he was grilled before the Senate and for, um, by Rand Paul, for example, he refused to answer the question about how much money he's receiving, how much money That's right. the, the HHS and NIH is receiving. He refused it. You would be, you would be appalled to learn how much money is flowing into the hands of our scientists and how much, how that manipulates their ability to be good regulatory agents to do good science. So that's a huge part of the problem. We've got to stop that process. All right. All right. Well, uh, Dr. Man, man we're going to take a, a slight break for a moment. And then yeah. we'll come back. I would like for you to, uh, because I, I know you, you've got some products, uh, some wellness products out there mm -hmm. to help people. And um, I want you to talk about that, if you will, in just a moment. And we'll be right back after this.
All right. Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Just like you, I had problems sleeping. I tried every pillow out there and nothing worked. Ten years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I backed my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. My pillow lets you adjust it to your exact individual needs regardless of sleep position and stays that way all night long so you get the best sleep of your life. All right, take advantage of our New Year's special where you can save up to 80% when you use promo code APCOSHOW, A-P-C-O-SHOW. We appreciate it. Go ahead to my pillow and purchase uh, your pillows, as well as your coffee at the mindstore.com. Make sure you use promo code APCOSHOW, and we appreciate it. We have our evacuation of all counties. I report complete devastation. We have a giant squall There are forces in this world that remind us of how fragile we are. We thought we were safe. We thought it could never happen to us. Then life like a fog descends upon us, blanketing our memories. Through the haze, we travel its hidden paths, lost in its secret places. And when the storm, turbulent and immovable, forces us to shelter, we remember. It calls to us, calls us back. Back to the ports and the harbors of our past, we fight the currents that pull and drag us off course. Not a light or star to chart the way. And when we arrive, we don't always know it at first. The places we once loved guise by time. Then we see it. The place we've been trying to get back to. Safe at last. We've found our way home. Second Timothy 3 and 1 says, But know this, that in the last days there shall be perilous times. We're living in perilous times now where there's rioting, looting, and natural disasters leaving people without power for several days. You can be the hero to your family by stocking up on your My Patriot Supply of food with a shelf life of 25 years you can be that hero click on the link below and order your supply all right guys we're here uh once again with uh dr mehan uh and we're so excited to have him with us on today and uh he's getting ready to tell us about some things that is helping him uh maintain life and uh and wellness uh for all and uh you know we definitely want to uh to help him 
and what he's doing to help us because of all the information that he's putting out and giving for everybody. So uh, once again, uh, we welcome you. So please, if you would, go ahead and um, tell us about um, your wellness uh, uh, products. And, and if, if you would, uh, your uh, website or, or where, where can people uh, find out more about you and keep up with you? Yeah, so um, my website is mehanmd.com. M, um, like Mary, E-E-H-A-N, like Ninja, and an MD, medical doctor, like medicaldoctor.com. There it is on the screen. Um, and so, uh, you know, my um, first thing I would say is most doctors don't know. We get about um, two and a half weeks of nutrition training in medical school. The whole system is is geared towards uh, it's the Rockefeller business model for mm -hmm. selling pharmaceutical drugs, teaching doctors to diagnose, you know, make a diagnosis and then memorize the drugs that are associated with the treatment. So you get, it's a pill for every ill medical business model. Um, but most of your, most of your health is coming from the foods you eat, the, the supplements that you take, the, you know, the sun, the exercise um, that the, good thinking, um, the, you know, it's, it, and I created a framework called mindset. Uh, mindset is an acronym for the M is microbiome. I is inflammation N is nutrition. D is detoxification S sleep E exercise and T is total hormone balance. If you don't get those seven elements in balance, nothing else matters. We're putting too many band-aids on people's problems when what they really need is to get the good things in, keep the bad things out. And one of the, I mean, the problem with our diets today is they are just devoid of a lot of the nutrients that they used to have. You know, you take, you take uh, spinach that was grown uh, in the same area, the same farm area 50 years ago, there's 75 times more nutrient density in that product. They, they actually warehouse and test this over the years. And today we are, we're eating produce that is so deficient in nutrients. So we've come to a place, um, you know, so I did a nutrition fellowship. I'm a lifelong learner, functional medicine training, integrative medicine, age management, um, a, a whole, you know, a whole many years, another 20 years of training. And nutrition was one of the big areas that I had to spend some time in because I was appalled at how little we got in medical school. So um, one of the things that I've really come to understand is that many people walk in and they are starving for nutrients. They may be eating a lot of food, but that food is so deficient in nutrients. Um, even the AMA in 2013, the American Medical Association came out in 2013 and said, you know, everybody needs to take a supplement, a multivitamin, multimineral supplement. Wow. So we, I did, I did that. I had adopted that long before I was, a my, my, uh, martial arts instructor was teaching me before I ever went into medical school, the importance of nutrition to you know, martial artists, elite athletes. So I'd, I'd always been practicing that, but um, I really enhanced my understanding when I did my um, additional training after residency and during my medical career, uh, I started recommending, you know, multivitamin, multiminerals and omega-3s and coenzyme Q10 and important nutrients that are hard to get in your diet. In the early stages, I was, I was recommending multi-nutrient formulation or pretty complex. And you could see the list, you know, the label had 20, um, you know, 200 even some of um, ingredients in it. I started to realize the more I investigated and dug in that there, those, 
there, there's extra ingredients in there. There's processing ways, there's preservatives, there's fillers. There's many things in those that we don't want. So what I, um, what I started to, to study was the importance of, of organ meats. And I'm a, I can eat almost any food, but if the texture is weird, I have a hard time taking it. But or, organ meats like, you know, liver and the parts of the animal that wild animals eat first, the most nutrient dense um, uh, parts of, a, of, of an animal is their organ meats, liver, kidneys, brain, believe it or not, thymus, pancreas. These are rich in nutrients. Um, as I tried to incorporate those into my diet, and I do, we eat a, a type of hamburger meat that's called caveman hamburger meat that we get from mm -hmm. a local sustainable farming place um, that I can get some of those organ meats that way, but I can't eat liver. It's just a texture thing. Yeah. So uh, when I went looking for the, uh, the kind of the ultimate multivitamin, um, I went for our uh, that organ powerhouse nutrient that we have. It's called the optimal organ powerhouse. And what it is, it's organ meats derived from New Zealand cattle that are 100% grass-fed, grass-finished. And it's got, you know, you got things like beef liver um, that is, liver has 50 times more B12 in it than the, the, the muscle meats that most people eat. It's loaded with nutrients and it's loaded with nutrients, vitamins, fat-soluble vitamins, A, E, D, K. It's loaded in in a proportion that is optimal for our physiology. It's kind of the way God designed us to metabolize and utilize these important meats. Um, heart is loaded with coenzyme Q10. Um, so that organ, that organ powerhouse formulation is a multivitamin that is perfectly balanced for human physiology. And, and it's, it's what I, you know, what I practice and what I preach is you've got to give your body the nutrients that it needs to, to do all of the complex things that it does. The, the level of complexity in the human body is beyond understanding. Doctors don't understand it. We understand a very small percentage, the tip of the iceberg in almost every system in the body. But what we, what we do know is that if we eat better, if you're eating Krispy Kremes, Mountain Dew, and McDonald's, you're gonna. You're on a pathway to a heart attack, to stroke, to a short life, to dementia, and many. You know, a long list of chronic diseases. But if you start changing your behavior, getting the nutrients into your body that the thyroid needs, that your sex hormones need to be created, that your brain needs to to function. When you when you provide those essential nutrients, you'll see things happen. Crazy things like somebody that was really poor vision. I've seen this because I started my career as an ophthalmologist and mm. I would see somebody um, coming in, their vision is very poor, 2,400, which means they could only see the very big letters on the eye chart. And I would, I would look at the back of their eyes and you could see that it was pale, like it lacked some of the nutrients. You could see it in their skin and their nails. And uh, I would put them on a, you know, a nutrient restoration program. They'd come back in a month and they were seeing like 2040. They had moved down that eye chart to the point where they they now had the raw materials that that highly metabolic retina needed to start resolving those fine details that they had never seen. And it, it was it was that powerful when you and I think ophthalmology is one of the specialties in medicine that has done more to do scientific testing to show that 
you know, if you get the right amount of zinc every day, you're going to decrease your risk of macular degeneration. That if you, the antioxidants like lutein and zeaxanthine protect you tremendously from, um, you know, uh, again, macular degeneration and many of the age-related eye diseases. So my profession, my initial profession, I've since trained in multiple areas, but um, I, I think I got to see it at a really granular level that nutrition would bring back function. The brain starts working better. The eyes work better, but every system in the body is starting to have the raw materials it needs to do the work that it needs to do. You know, if you're building, if you're building a car and you don't have the, you know, you don't have the part of the engine that is necessary to make that car run, the whole thing stops. And our bodies are doing that. If you're, if you're eating the wrong foods, nutrient deficient foods, you may lack the coenzyme Q10 that is necessary for your thyroid to work, for your heart to be protected and work optimally um, and every other system to run. So give the body the raw materials it needs. That's often at your disposal. You got a million options out there. I've done this for 25 years. I've tried everything. I've been very tuned into the science and, and I'm constantly surveying and finding the best product in the best area. And I'm, I'm convinced that the results that we're seeing in our patients are being powered by things like Oregon Powerhouse because we are simplifying it to the way we were designed to to work. You're getting the vitamins and nutrients that you find in, you know, a, a living being and they're at the right dose and the right, you know, the right proportions for enabling those systems to start turning back on and start functioning better. So that's the so I've chosen this organ meat based formula, um, organ powerhouse, optimal organ powerhouse as a key line of defense and, and defending your health against all the, uh, the attacks and the assaults on it. Um, wow. I would also say that we, we, uh, another thing that I did and, and most of this I designed for myself and, um, and then I just shared it with the world and my patients. The other thing is our immune, our inflammatory and our immune packs, you know, one of the things that we we started discovering early in the pandemic, Will, was that, you know, this combination of vitamin D and zinc and quercetin, um, vitamin C, NAC, that these this combination when combined with, you know, some repurposed drugs like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine were powerful, you know, immune supporters and protection against the severity of disease from the from viruses, all viruses. And, and, uh, and I had been doing versions of that, the AD, vitamin ADC hammer for many years of my career to mm-hmm. support the immune system. But you would have like, you know, seven, eight, 10 bottles that you got to open up every day. And I'm, you know, doctors are the most, uh, are the least compliant, you know, patients on the planet. And <laughs> I, would, I would just, you know, I would take all these bottles that I have on my desk and I would say, um, I don't have time, I, you know, to take, to open up <laughs> yeah. one of the so we created these packs, these multi-pill, multi-supplement packs, little blister packs that come in a large roll. You pull them out through the edge of the box and um, it has, you know, all seven or eight um, of the nutrients, the vitamin D, the C, the zinc, the quercetin, the NAC. It's all in one pack. So you open up that one pack and you take all your vitamins at once, you know, it decreases the, the it makes it so much more efficient, decreases the time from, you know, like three minutes 
to like three seconds. And uh, so, you know, we need that in life for compliance, you know, to, to get the job done and do the work and just make it easy. So our, our multi-pill, multi-supplement packs are really easy to use. They're designed to have the, the right ingredients. Like my, my good, um, God rest his soul, uh, uh, colleague, former colleague, um, Dr. Z, the Dr. Zelenko, the, yeah. he's got Z stack, which is a, a very similar, excellent product. And we, we created something similar with okay. um, a few more ingredients in it, but putting all those kind of into one easy to use dose pack was, is another, you know, specialty of ours. And you can get them at mehanmd.com. And, and I think we, we, created a promo code for you too, Will. Um, yes. Did we give you that information? So you yes, can, yes, you know, uses that can get, gets a pretty big discount. Yes, sir. And we're already yeah. low. We're already yeah, low guys. prices. It is. Yeah, guys. APCO show. A-P-C-O show <laughs> is that promo when you go and uh, get your supply of, uh, of optimal uh, treatment. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And, you know, it's, look, like our, I, I, I'm not in the business of selling supplements. I just did that makes me a little bit uncomfortable because, you know, I'm a purist. I don't want to have any, you know, um, conflicts of interest, financial interest. But the reality is, is that we've got to do it because it's necessary. I can tell you, I can tell you, Will, to go out and get your, get your vitamin D, your vitamin C and all the, I can give you a list of those things. And what I found was happening was people stand at the, you know, at the supplement aisles and they they're seeing there's 20 products or 40 products in each one. How do you choose? And so many people then just walk away. They don't do it. I call it analysis paralysis. You're looking at all these options and you don't know which one to choose. So what I had to start doing was make that, you know, do this research, find the best products, the best formulations, cleanest formulations, no extra anything that doesn't need to be in there and put it together and make it easy so that you're using the same thing that I would personally choose. And I do personally choose. And, and then what I would do also is I don't make much money on supplements, man. I just want to, I want to make it affordable. I want people to get the good stuff, the right stuff so that they're not getting the junk and there's, there's junk in the, you know, the supplement industry. And, uh, and so I've done the research, we've created the best products. I, you can trust that they're what I would, that they're what I'm using personally. And, um, and you'll get, you'll get the best results from that kind of, that kind of approach to it, but bless Will for the work that he's doing. Cause this is, you know, these Will's, you know, he's fulfilling a mission. He's not making, a, you know, he's not a, a big YouTuber making a whole bunch no, of money, no. you know, selling nonsense. So bless him, um, bless our practice. And we will bless yes. you with the highest quality products that you can find. Yeah. Well, I definitely thank you so much. Now, uh, now you still have a, uh, a practice yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, 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 you're not just, you know, just trying to make money. Like you just said, you're not just trying to sell a product and make money. This out. You no. actually are living the life. Unlike Dr. Fauci and many others, you're actually yeah. doing the work, you know, and, and, and not just saying this and that where someone's just giving you a, giving you a report and you're just right. reading the report. So, and, and so I would just like to say, thank you. Um, I really appreciate what you're doing. Um, because it's, it's hard to find people that are, 
you know, doctors or physicians that's not caught up in the system and uh, that's willing and uh, to to uh, speak truth about what is going on because there's a lot of people and it really it it angers me at times. I have to really pray because it angers me because I know of friends that have taken you know multiple doses of these things, you know, uh, as far as the vax and and just don't know. Even though I've talked about it, they've laughed about it, but they hadn't dug in. And they just think that it was, you know, it was totally, uh, you know, God saying that there was nothing, nothing, no ulterior motives behind that. But then when we do the research, and that's why we do what we do, because when we do the research and we speak to someone like you and you bring in more information that we could ever imagine to have in an hour's time, uh, you know, it, 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 it wakes people up, you know, when they, when they watch and, and we need more of that. Now I'm just a little concerned about those that, that have not known and they've been taking number three, number four, number five and waiting in line for however many they got. And then they finally realize that people that have been dying suddenly by around them are getting closer and closer to home and they realize that this was not good. I'm concerned about how things may turn out. Uh, you know, it may get really, really rough uh, in society, but we know that people that push this, you know, the Bill Gates, the, you know, uh, Rock, even the remaining Rockefellers and the Soros and all of them, they've had a strategy for depopulation, but that's a, another, uh, that's another day, another subject for another day. But thank you so much. Um, I know you're busy, man, and you uh, you went up well over the time we had uh, discussed, and I appreciate you uh, so much. So we'll look forward to every thir- third Thursday uh, you coming on the show and, uh, you know, talking uh, about and giving us this information. I'm going to do, do one thing is I'm going to make sure I have a notebook with me the next time so i can take some notes because yeah so much information it was hard it was hard to keep up and i have to go back and listen to some of the terminologies and different things like that but yeah but god bless you you blessed us but god bless you for all that you're doing all right thank you will all right so we'll we'll look forward uh to seeing you on uh on next month and uh, and actually tomorrow, you you Lord willing, you'll be. Oh yeah, here. yeah, we'll I'll see. be on. I'm on my way to the Reawaken America tour. I'll be speaking on Saturday. I'll be there tomorrow. Okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard. I've got a busy practice. I have to, you know, miss a half day of patients. But um, you got to get the truth out. Um, the people are, you know, the people are perishing for a lack of knowledge, as the good book says. And we got to bring the knowledge to them. None of us are paid to do so. We do it because we have a, we've taken oaths. I took an oath as a member of the United States military to defend our constitution, to protect the people from enemies, both foreign and domestic, an oath to do no harm. And I'm always going to rise to honor those oaths because um, I see domestic enemies, the pharmaceutical industry, even our, our public health agencies causing harm, perpetrating crimes and, Somebody's got to hold them accountable. They can they can silence us on you know the, the internet, but we're reaching people, we're opening up minds, we're getting people to question what's going on, and we're getting people ready to just stand on the line and protect themselves and their family so that they can have 
the liberty and happiness that that we deserve. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, we we must continue, and uh, by the grace of God, we will. Amen, right, brother. So, um, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. All right, guys, you bet. Will I see you there? I'm gonna look. I, let's look for each other and give each other a good hug. Okay, yeah, I'll be in. I'll be in media media role, and as well. So I'd love for you if you have time. I know you're gonna be in high demand. It, it'd be <laughs> great, even if it's just a cameo. Um, the the swing through as well. We'll have a uh, we'll have a, a booth uh, out there as well. Uh, Count on the, it. Uh, God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless you too, Will. All right, all right, guys. So you can look forward uh, to uh, seeing Dr. Meehan every uh, month, uh, the third Thursday out of every month. Uh, we just so much appreciate him. Uh, for taking the time, even with me in a hotel room and, you know, and bad angle and not having uh, my regular mic set up, uh, which is, uh, will be set up tomorrow, Lord willing, over in, uh, uh, over there in uh, the Nashville area um, on tomorrow. So God bless you guys. We thank you so much. Uh, we'll look forward uh, to seeing you, um, I will be, Lord willing, I'll be uh, restreaming this uh, tonight. Um, and I said restreaming because I actually uh, honestly thought that I wasn't streaming uh, and I realized that I didn't switch it. So some of you guys are already watching this <laughs> on a platform without the, the correct uh, lay, layout or titles to it. Uh, well, you just got a sneak peek uh, of what we'll be airing uh, tonight um, if timing is right around our 9 o'clock hour. Um, so God bless you. We appreciate you. Um, there's still time. Man, they have some massive tents uh, out um, over here. I took, um, I took a picture um, just to show people. Uh, to show people how massive these these tents is. I mean, the circus don't have tents like this, uh, but they they are massive. And so you see this boot, this tent right here. That's a pretty huge tent. Well, that tent right there. If you guys are coming up tomorrow or over uh, tomorrow or Saturday, we we will have a booth set up in there in that tent right there. So. Please come by, swing by, check it out. Um, we're going to uh, be here this weekend, and we thank you so much. God bless you. You have a, a, a great evening, um, and uh, we look forward to seeing you. Um, we're not sure on the streaming uh, tomorrow. Uh, we'll have to see how, it, how things go. Um, it's reception connections and it's horrible there it's horrible uh but we'll do what we can um if nothing more we'll just uh stream uh the feed later on so god bless you guys we appreciate you thank you so much uh if you're able to support us please support us please share uh our, our show help us get around those algorithms that big tech uses to suppress our voice we love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. And uh, re please remember Crystal and I as we strive to do the will of God for our lives, knowing that no matter what happens, 
we're all in this together. And where we go one, we go all. And you can always find the original plan of salvation in your Bible, in the book of Acts, the second chapter and the 38th verse. We love you. We appreciate you. We thank you so much. Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Just like you, I had problems sleeping. I tried every pillow out there and nothing worked. Ten years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. My pillow lets you adjust it to your exact individual needs regardless of sleep position and stays that way all night long so you get the best sleep of your life. All right, take advantage of huge discounts with promo code APCO Show. A P C O Show. APCO Show. And don't forget, you can go to mystore.com where you can get coffee and many other things made in the world. We are having technical, technical difficulties as we are on our way out the show. Uh, but I want to thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate everything uh, that you have done. We thank you guys uh, for the support. Uh, you can scan that QR code that you're seeing right now um, from uh Dr. Meehan's website. Uh, make sure I, we really would appreciate it if you would make sure uh, that you use promo code APCO Show. Uh, that's A P C O Show. Remember, we are the new news and Christian format while debunking the mainstream media. And we love to bring you guys information on our on our show and uh so grateful to partner uh with a uh a doctor like dr Mian and uh continue to uh to to just promote what he's doing because he's not just a doctor in the field just he's he's not trying to get rich off of people uh and in spite of what is done uh, uh what what is happening to them one thing you know i have to say is that let's think about this he's willing to face opposition to lose uh uh patience because of his stance he's willing to be taken on uh by big pharma to stop him from pre preventing truth and there's not a lot of doctors out there, not a lot of medical doctors that will take a stand like that because many of them are so far in debt. Uh, many of them are just so much endeared uh, to uh, the system that they can't take a chance. Well, 
we found uh, we found doctors that are willing to take a stance, and I definitely uh, thank him uh, for being committed to the Apostolic Conservative Show and being on here on a monthly basis. Uh, I don't take it lightly, and um, guys, we look forward to seeing you uh, later on. You have a blessed and a safe one. Yeah, and I um, I want to go ahead and give a very spe special shout out uh, to Posse uh, Truth over on uh, the Peel. So, uh, pa uh, Posse Hope, Posse for Hope, we thank you uh, for the support uh, that you've shown the Apostolic Conservative Show. Much love to you. It is greatly appreciated. Um, I would say I'm going to go ahead and get me some sleep before we get ready for the Reawaken America event uh, starting tomorrow. But uh, unfortunately, I've got some more work to do uh, getting getting prepared for tomorrow. So God bless you guys. Uh, we love you all and thank you all across every platform. We are that new news in Christian format. And uh, please keep crystal and I in your prayers as we strive to do the will of God for our lives, knowing that no matter what happens, we're all in this together. And where we go one, we go all. And you can always find the original plan of salvation in your Bible, in the book of Acts. God bless you in Jesus' name. just okay we were just quiet sitting back we were excited then when they start messing with them. no other choice but to step up